really need to develop emotional intelligence because this is what in this innovative world uh, makes us different from the robots. Robots don't have emotions and we have, that's why our job as a human being to manage these emotions, to teach kids from very little to understand their own emotions, to express their own emotions in a, in a very natural, creative way. Because for us human beings, creativity is absolutely a natural thing. I'm talking to Ekaterina Kartakova today about her educational project Creative Tech Lab. Hello. Hi. Hello, Ekaterina. Hello. It's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Thank you very much for your invitation. I'm so amazed with the work that you're doing. Uh, you're an opera singer, but you're also a vocal coach. And, um, and I see you also work on a project, Creative Tech Lab. Yes. Yeah, and I would love to hear all about... Uh, this wonderful career of yours. Yes. Where should I start? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. Where are you based? I'm in Berlin. Okay. And were you born there? No, I was born in Russia, but I lived most the time of my life in Germany. Oh, I see. Okay. And um, you're, so you went to school in Germany then? In the university. I finished school very early. I was yeah. 15 in Russia, and then I um, I had my first degree in Russia, and then I moved to Germany when I was 18. Oh, I see. Okay. And the music, the um, the singing, uh, do you come from a musical family? No, actually, my family is really anti-music. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. They don't understand anything, but somehow I had so much luck with my teachers. And when I was five, I said to my mom that I want to play piano. And I said, Mom, bring me to the music school. And my mom was like, what? <laughs> Do the music school. I want to play the piano. My mother cannot play the piano. And she's really, as I said, anti-musical. And she said, like, okay, what to do? Okay, we should bring the child to the, okay, where to find the school? But somehow, somehow it worked out and I had amazing teachers uh, for piano and singing and everything. So uh, I pretty early started to win lots of piano and singing competitions. Amazing. So you were very determined as a child as well, because if you, if you insisted on playing the piano. Yes, yeah, somehow, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. My mom always ask, where did I get this idea? I said, I don't know. <laughs> but have you and and the singing? Did you who who discovered your voice then? Because if you started playing the piano, somebody must have heard you sing. You know, in Russia, uh, we had a very interesting you know, uh, Sovietic. Even though I'm post-Sovietic generation, but this is a still Sovietic system that kids after school went to some other schools, some music schools, sports school, or uh, art schools because parents they were working. So this is like a court in 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 Germany, and uh, um, so all the kids should go somewhere. And I went to music school because I wanted it. And uh, um, we had like a real school. We had piano lessons, solfeggio, like music theater, music literature, choir, singing lessons, like really, really many different subjects because we were spending five times a week after school in this really? in the school. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
So my teachers uh, in the choir, they noticed that I can sing pretty well. And also we got, as, a, as every child who sang in the choir, we, we've got some singing lessons. And my uh, teacher for singing said that I have an amazing voice and she would like me to uh, improve it. And my mom said, like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> And uh, she said I should um, do a singing competition, and my parents were like, "Like, okay, we'll do the singing competition. What should we do?" <laughs> and this is how I started to sing. Nice. And mm -hmm. yeah, but that's great that your parents—I mean—that they did that. You know, that they gave you this opportunity, even though that they, you know, they didn't have an interest themselves. Yeah. That's yeah, true. and do they still now support you like this? Yes, actually, they always. I, I always. I also was thinking about this. Uh, how lucky because now I'm working a lot with kids, and I always, uh, or not always, I often think that how much luck I had with my parents because they always supported in anything. I wanted to do this. I wanted to play tennis. I wanted to do many other different things, and they always led me to try it. Really? Yeah, they always supported me. It's so interesting because I spoke to a, um, a soprano once, but she told me that her parents also didn't know anything about music, but that she felt that was a kind of a benefit because. They just applauded everything she did, and they were so enthusiastic about everything she did, you know. So, <laughs> mine too. So that, yeah. So that's great if if it's that way. Yeah. But so, um, and, and you you then decided to do um, a career in singing. Was this then uh, automatic, just, or was it at some point that you decided, hey, this is what I want to do? Um, and then when I was when I finished my school and um, I had a dream, I wanted to study in the best college in Russia, in the okay. very best, because I'm from little city in the north. I was born there. My parents still live there, and I had to decide: should I do piano or should I do singing? And I decided to do singing. Okay, that was my personal decision. And I moved to Moscow as a singer. Yeah. Oh, I see. And then was it uh, for you um, uh, to to get into the industry? Did you find it difficult? Or um, was the school, uh, you said you wanted to go to the best school? Yeah. Yeah. Did that uh, help? Mm -hmm. How? What? Sorry? I mean, did it help you that you went to this best school? How did you get into the industry? Um, accidentally, I just mm -hmm. came to the to the um, uh, examination, and I said, "Hello, my name is Ekaterina. I want to sing." And teacher was like, "Okay, sing then." And I sang some I don't know what I sing, uh, some aria or whatever. Uh, and they were very surprised because uh, I was very overdeveloped. Uh, Oh, I see. For my age, they were they were very surprised, and actually, it was very easy for me to get a spot there, uh, but not easy to study because to study uh, music culture in Russia is so much more hard than in Europe general. Really? Yes, especially if you're in the best uh, school of the country. Like it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of uh, um, mental. 
yeah, you should be very healthy and very, uh, you know, strong mm -hmm. mentally. But it's a very good school anyway, because in the opera singing, you should be uh, mentally very strong if you want to do this career, if you want to go this path and do the opera singing. Yeah, because it's not a it's not an easy career, and it's um, a lot of a lot of behind the scenes work that you have to put in yourself. Yeah, mm. absolutely, absolutely. So you have to have that discipline and that determination. Yeah, mm -hmm. discipline and talents and lots of discipline and uh, communication skills, many things, many things. It's, it's actually singing is only 10%. Really? 90% is uh, soft skill. But now you're also a vocal coach. So do you, um, is it something that you always thought of doing because it's always it's almost like you giving something back then mm -hmm. if you're teaching mm -hmm. actually actually i was thought that i cannot teach at all really <laughs> yes but then as a student i started to to do singing lessons and also i can uh, conduct that's why i was conducting uh, some choirs and mm -hmm. For a choir, of course, I should give them, I should uh, explain how the body works, how the voice and breathing works. So this is how I started to do uh, vocal coaching. Yeah. So it was very important for my uh, choirs. Really? <laughs> and sing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've spoken to musicians that uh, also... Um, have a love for teaching and they say that they actually learn so much themselves through teaching their students. Do you find that as well? Mm, you know, I would say that I discover, I discover about singing and music and the importance of creativity every time when I work with my clients, not only for singing, but also for creative tech lab when I work with kids, because I work with kids from uh, two up to two years old. And I see how important music and singing in particular is for every human being, mm. because voice and singing is something what we human beings react the most. We don't react on violin or piano as much as we react on a voice, on a human voice. So the voice, I always say the voice is an instrument of emotion. It's so powerful. And explain uh, my clients, my students about the voice, how powerful it is and how many connections in the body there are and emotional intelligence. We work a lot with emotions, with inner blockages when we you know, work on high notes. It's so interesting and so complicated. So for me, it's interesting to discover it with my students and with my clients and especially with kids because they see it completely different. <laughs> Yeah. yeah because as a child you don't have the inhibitions and you ha don't have the boundaries that you have when you're an adult yes exactly you don't have these boundaries mm -hmm. and this is the most amazing thing and i always wonder 
where do they come from? While as a child, they're so free and they love to try out everything and they are so really free of these all these limiting beliefs. And then as an adult, we start with limiting beliefs and with, you know, to take away all this garbage from the head, just the voice to get out from the body, this inner beautiful individual voice. It starts with the head. Yeah, because you hear a lot of adults saying, oh, I can't sing. or, uh, mm. But you think as, as children, we all sing. Yes, for, for kids, it's absolutely normal. They hear the melody and they start to sing with it. They don't even know that they might don't get the note correctly. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most important and amazing thing about this. Because if, if you say, or if I say, you know, a little bit higher, a little bit more down, a little bit, I always guide, then they get the right note. But only then they maybe notice that it was maybe a little bit wrong. But I really don't understand. I also hear from many of my friends, they might hear somewhere in the childhood that they cannot see i always wonder how is it possible how can an adult say to, to a child that yeah. really can't understand it so you developed this program what what was the reason why you uh developed this this is um creative tech lab yeah it's music with digital technologies how I see. I, yeah, that was my pedag uh, pedagogic thesis because um, after I uh, I was singing La Scala, I decided to break, uh, like stop the career. And I was thinking, what, what else can I do? And life gave me an opportunity to study pedagogy. And then, of course, during the study, we have to go to schools, we have to go to work with kids and teens. And for the very first time, I've seen that firstly, very many kids don't have the access to professional music education, not at all, at least here in Germany, uh, because we have uh, uh, we have a big lack of teachers and especially music and art teachers. Secondly, many, many kids and teens, they really feel connected with music, but they don't know how to express them through music because they don't have the tools. And thirdly, I, I've seen in schools, I've seen such an traditional way of uh, of teaching and for new generation it's so boring you know yeah. with a hundred uh, like tenth of twentieth times to hear the biography of Beethoven <laughs> they just yeah. fall asleep yeah. they didn't do anything with music they just do the theory and they find it so boring mm -hmm. and uh, when I came to school I thought like okay this I have to change because for me it's also boring. <laughs> I do remember when I was a child and our teacher was sick in music literature and I don't know, maybe five times we were watching uh, Boris Godunov and I was only 10. Oh, I, it was so boring that I can, you know, I still can't forget it. <laughs> so I thought like, okay, what can I do? And uh, I love technologies and I love innovations. I thought like, okay, maybe I can do it something with uh, technologies, but something what um, with what kids can really create their own music. They can sing and they can play the piano. And this is how I developed this method of creating tablets. So the, the whole uh, theory, like, uh, you know, uh, notes, rhythms, symbols, they play with apps. This is animated apps, professional animated apps. Oh, okay. Yes, and this is a very funny way to learn notes because usually, you know, the traditional way is just you learn by heart. Yeah. And this is boring. 
So they have this, for, for example, hungry munchie, and they have to feed it with notes, but with the right notes. So they learn and they play and they have a lot of fun. They collect really good experience with the learning and learning theoretical part. And then I explain how to play the piano because I can play the piano. And uh, they also very quickly know where is where is which key because we work or I work a lot with with colors so they have the iPad on the iPads the the keys on the piano they have also this roll pianos and then I explain how they can create their own music and you know every time I sit and think everyone is a genius just really? yes absolutely just give these tools to kids and say I believe in you. You are amazing. And you can't imagine how, you know, they bloom like flowers and they create such fantastic things because I repeat it, especially for teenager, teenagers, music is something what they uh, emotionally need to express sometimes or may, very often they don't know how to express or how to talk to parents about some topics or you know how to express their um, thoughts in their head yeah. or how to express them and it's so much easier to do through music mm -hmm. if you just create a story with notes with sounds and this is what I teach them and they do it everything with app uh, everything they do with apps and they have these apps on the phone or on iPads and they can do it anywhere. That is so amazing that you do that. And, um, you. you know, this, and, and like you said, that for, for me, it's also this idea that children don't get the opportunity to do different forms of art in school. You know, the focus is always on the subjects like maths and science and children need to have some form of art and, and music to express themselves. That is so true, you know, and, and, and we, um, we don't give them that opportunity. And now this program is amazing what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But not only, not only, uh, creativity, I think that music is the unique thing to, uh, uh communicate with each other. Yeah. to develop emotional intelligence and I'm always talking about this when I talk with sponsors or investors that we really need to develop emotional intelligence because this is what in this innovative world uh, makes us different from the robots. Mm. Robots don't have emotions and we have that's why our job as a human being to manage these emotions to teach kids from very little to understand their own emotions to express their own emotions in a in a very natural creative way because for us human beings creativity is absolutely a natural thing but it's also um if when you talk about that and, and the motion and the music um i spoke to uh, film composers as well and they you know we talked about the fact that the film in itself has the story but the moment they put the music to it it sort of enhanced that emotion. It sort of um, brings something else to the to the film, and uh, and you never think about that when you watch a film. The, the music is sort of there, and but you don't you don't really notice it. But it does. It, the effect that it has on you is that it affects your emotion. So, uh, there is a research. Yeah. Where are physicians um, mm -hmm. research? what kind of frequencies 
uh, influence in what way influence people yeah mm -hmm. because we as human beings react on sound very strong and that's why music is very emotional it, it has a lot connection with emotions yeah i do agree with you and um how do you get this program out uh, do you do you um, sell it or is it is it available at schools what how do you uh, do that creative tech what you mean yeah now we uh we have partners we work with schools with uh, kindergartens with hordes with uh, many children youth uh, um, organizations with family organizations so we do lots of uh, our I would say product life, yeah. <laughs> product wine. Um, business language is uh, wide because we work really with kids from uh, two years old, with families, with parents. Because I think it's very important to explain to to the parents that uh, apps and digital technologies is nothing bad. Because yeah. many people here in Germany think, like, "Oh, digital? No, 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 no. My child should not play, uh, whatever." But uh, we really communicate a lot and explain that um, digital technologies in terms of learning is very good because this i would also i would like to tell because um virtual reality and uh, why is it so important in learning because for our brain do we do it in real or we do it in our mind is absolutely the same and when a child uh plays the game in the app it experiences and it repeats a particular positive experience and learns so for our brain, the brain learns particularly, you know, or uh, how to say, um, builds, uh, you know, this kind of knowledge net mm. in, through one topic or in one topic, for example, music and positive experiences. And this is, you know, this fixation of positive experience in music and learning in the process of learning. It's very important. This is why digital technologies is actually not the future of schooling it is already there but it's very important to implement it in in schools and that's why my job is now to uh bring more education cultural and music education to schools we work in some schools and the results are amazing so that's this is wonderful oh that yeah. makes me so excited because i think this is so important yeah um and do you find that also the children are interested in playing instruments, you know, like real instruments then? Of course, because uh, as I said, many kids, really astonishing too many kids, just don't have the excess. They have no. never tried. They have never tried to play any instrument. And, you know, this block photo, what, you know, usually at school they do. Yeah, um, yeah it's a very simple way of teaching uh, music and playing instrument but if they try if uh, mm, i explain them how to play the piano and they try it out then they you know they're more motivated to learn and they have they always they can always play in the app so they learn very quick but i think it's also this idea that um if you play music you have to be a musician or you have to do it to that extent and we forget that many people just want to play the instrument for the love of it and mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily to become a pianist or, or to, to become a flutist. So um, 
in that sense, maybe it's also great that children can know that it doesn't have to be to that level that they have to to do it, but that they can do it for the love of it. Well, my intention is actually um, I don't I don't do it for uh, you know um, educate professional uh, musicians. Yeah. But I want just to give some tools to express themselves. Mm -hmm. There is no pressure. There is no. Uh, there is only fun, creativity, and technologies. And this is the thing also because for new generation to generation set and even kids who were born from 19 or 2010, they're so different. Yeah. For them, technologies is so normal. I mean, and of course, learning with technologies for them is much better because this is individual learning. Some kids are very fast. Some kids a little bit slower. Some kids need help. And again, uh, education technologies really help us to learn individually. Mm -hmm. But don't lose motivation because it's an it's in a very plain mood. That's fantastic. I mean, this is so great. I really um I'm so glad to know about this project that you're doing. Thank you. And congratulations for this work, really. Thank you. So what is the dream now for you for this project? I would like to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to grow. And at the moment we are looking or I'm looking for investors and sponsors because um, I want more kids to get the access for, to, to the professional music education. I want as much as possible kids to get the education. Because I see the these amazing results after every workshop. I see this, you know, excited eyes. And they always, some kids, they really come from, from workshop to workshop, to many workshops. So I uh, see sometimes the same kids and they say like, you know, I, I did at home something new. Can I show you? Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Parents sometimes, you know, uh, send me some emails like, what, what you did with my child? Now it's only <laughs> sitting and playing and, you know, making music all the time. <laughs> yeah. so, but who are the people that you need now? Who uh, You say you want investors, but do you also need, say, musicians who would want to teach? Or does it have to be a professional musician to teach this program? Yes. Um, at the moment, uh, actually, I work with uh, with musicians I was studying with. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, taught them uh, my my methods, and we work all together. Yes. Okay. So at the moment, I have enough teachers. Uh, the sponsors sponsorship is now the question number one. The test. Yeah. So, and but if somebody wants to buy this program or or use this program, then they can contact you. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Anytime. That would be great if that could be spread out in schools and and um, over the world, you know, and also in in countries where um, children don't necessarily could afford instruments, but they always have the technology, you know, that they can use that as well. Yes. That's amazing. This is the most most amazing thing about this uh, educational technologies because every school it doesn't cost so much. Uh, every app, let's say, we use three apps in the lesson, and it costs per month ten euros. So okay. for ten euros per month, the school schools can afford it. Mm. 
10 euros per month, every school can afford it. So, but you have to have a teacher to teach it, or can the child just, can people just purchase the, the app? Well, uh, basically, we, we have uh, different ways. We have online and offline lessons. Of course, when okay. we are in school, we do offline lessons, like yeah. with teacher who is uh, showing how the apps work, the, you know, the tasks and exercises, but we also do online classes. And okay. we start from September again. Um, it's also during the pandemic, it was amazing. We mm -hmm. had, uh, or I had three online classes with 20 kids each. Amazing. And it was also very, very good. I created a system uh, where actually basically, because many parents said like, what should I do? I don't understand anything. I heard it somewhere <laughs> because my yeah. parents were exactly the same. And mm -hmm. I created video uh, lessons and video explanations and video, uh, many, many videos for kids. So everything what we do in the lesson, uh, they already know and they practice with me with my uh, video lessons and also they already know how the apps work. Oh, I see. Okay. It's very sustainable. Mm. So, but uh, at the end of the day, people can contact you if they are interested in this, in the app and, and, and in the program and or if it's somebody wants to teach the program. Of course. Yeah. I'm open for partnership, of course. Fantastic. That is amazing. I hope that somebody can connect with you and, and uh, I will definitely because I, um, I have uh, contact with so many musicians. I think somebody should be able to contact you about this. This is, this is just a wonderful project. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think people really need it. Yeah, no, I do agree. And and as I say, this has always been, since I started my project, it's, this project has always been the wish that somehow, you know, we can get music back into the schools, we can get art back into the schools, because it's it's so important for children and uh, it's so important also for the future audiences, you know. It's this appreciation of art and and the importance of art and art is so interweaved in, in our lives that you know we, we cannot just say it's not an important subject it has to be in a school alongside maths and science that's for me uh that would be such a great great thing when that happens i think that it's uh oh we won't we won't wait for this too long because the world is changing now at the moment mm -hmm. so fast and the whole system is changing so fast. I think that uh, I really sure that in ten years, actually, the basics in school won't be maths and uh, Deutsch or English, the language, but it will be communication, uh, soft skills, and creativity. Mm. Creativity and maybe really sports or movements yeah. or dance, because the new world needs new skills. Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. Maths can already do all the, all the techniques. Yeah. yeah. The Excel, Excel, uh, Tabelle can do everything. You know? Exactly. We yeah. yeah no. We really need art and communication. Mm. And communication. Yeah. Now that's true. But it was so wonderful to talk to you. Congratulations with this great program and um, and much success. And I really, I really hope for you that this could be uh, spread out into the world because I think it is such an amazing project. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you for your invitation. It was very interesting to talk to you. It was lovely talking to you too. Have a lovely afternoon, Ekaterina. Thank you. You too, Petra. Thank you. Bye.